Good morning. This is Apostle Shirley Evans bringing you a daily word from the Lord. Today is Sunday, January 24, 2021. Sunday, January 24, 2021. The time is 9.23 a.m. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I pray that when you get this word that you will be well and the joy of the Lord will still be your strength and he will continue to shower you with grace for every trial and he will give you mercy and he is always loving you. And so, Father, today I ask you as your vessel to give me clarity of thought, Father, as you speak to me. Let me speak your word to your people today. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, continue to acknowledge him and he will direct your path. The message today is the goodness of God. The goodness of God. And our scripture is taken from Romans chapter 2, verses 1 to 16. And I'm going to be reading from the Old King James Version of the Bible. As usual, I love to praise him. You did not wait for me to draw near to you, but you clothed yourself with frail humanity. You did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me, and I'm forever grateful to you. And I'm forever grateful for the cross. And I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. You did not wait for me to draw near to you, but you clothed yourself with frail humanity. You did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me, and I'm forever grateful to you and i'm forever grateful for the cross and i'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost and i'm forever grateful to you and i'm forever grateful for the cross 
and I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost that you came to seek and save the lost let us be grateful let us be grateful for the goodness of god and as i said our scripture is taken from romans chapter 2 verses 1 2 16 and it reads thus therefore thou art inexcusable o man whosoever thou art that judgest for wherein thou judgest another thou condemnest thyself for thou that judgest doest the same things but we are sure that the judgment of god is according to truth against them which commit such things and thinkest this O man that judges them which do such things and doest the same that thou shalt escape the judgment of God or despises thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance but after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the jew first and also of the gentile but glory honor and peace to every man that worketh good to the jew first and also to the gentile for there is no respect of persons with god for as many as have sinned and without law shall also perish without law and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel, the goodness of God. Thank God for his goodness, for his goodness. Thank God for his mercy, because he did not wait for me to draw near to me. You did not wait for me to draw near to you, but you clothed yourself with frail 
humanity. You did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me, and I'm forever grateful to you. And I'm forever grateful for the cross. And I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. The goodness of the Lord. Romans chapter 2, verses 1 declares when Paul's letter was read in the Roman church no doubt many heads nodded as he condemned idol worshippers homosexual practices and violent people but what surprises listeners must have left but what surprise his listeners must have felt when he turned on them and said in effect you have no excuse you are just as bad paul was emphatically stressing that nobody is good enough to save himself or herself if we want to avoid punishment and live eternally with christ all of us whether we have been murderers and molesters or whether we have been honest hard-working solid citizens must depend totally on God's grace. He says, my grace is sufficient. Paul is not discussing whether some sins are worse than others. Any sin is enough to lead us to depend on Jesus Christ for salvation and eternal life. We have all sinned repeatedly and there is no way apart from Christ to be saved from sin's consequences. Verse 4, in his kindness, God holds back his judgment, giving people time to repent. It is easy to mistake God's patience for approval of the wrong way we are living. Self-evaluation is difficult, and it is even more difficult to expose our conduct to God and let him tell us where we need to change but as christians we must pray constantly that god will point out our sins so that he can heal them unfortunately we are more likely to be amazed at god's patience with others than humbled at his patience with us verse 5 to 11 although god does not usually punish us immediately for sin his eventual judgment is certain. We don't know exactly when it will happen, but we know that no one will escape that final encounter with the Creator. Paul says that those who patiently and persistently do God's will, they will find eternal life. He is not contradicting his previous statement that salvation comes by faith alone. We are not saved by good deeds. But when we commit our lives fully to God, 
we want to please him and do his will. As such, our good deeds are a grateful re response to what God has done, not a prerequisite to earning his grace. It is not a prerequisite to earning his grace. Verse 12, people are condemned not for what they don't know, but for what they do with what they know. Those who know God's written word and his law will be judged by them. Those who have never seen a Bible still know right from wrong. Little children, little children who have never read a Bible, who have never seen it, they know right from wrong. Those who have never seen a Bible still know right from wrong. And they will be judged because they did not keep even those standards that their own consciences dictated. Our modern day sense of fair play and the rights of the individual often talks or often barks of God's judgment. But keep in mind that people violate the very standards they create for themselves. If you traveled around the world, you would find evidence in every society and culture of God's moral law. For example, all cultures prohibit murder. And yet, in all societies, that law has been broken. We belong to a stubborn race. Very stubborn, very rebellious. We belong to a stubborn race. We know what's right but we insist on doing what's wrong. It is not enough to know what's right. We must also do it. Admit to yourself and to God that you fit the human pattern and frequently fail to live up to your own standards. Your conscience will, will convict you. Admit to yourself and to God that you felt the human pattern and frequently fail to live up to your own standards. That's the first step to forgiveness and healing. So I pray this day you remember the goodness of the Lord leads us to repentance. He's been so good to us. So let us continue to praise him. Let us continue to worship him. Let us continue to lift him up. Because he did not have to come and love us. But he loved us. So Father, today, I pray that when your people, whoever received this word, that you will bring comfort to their hearts and you will speak truth in the inward part. That yes, the goodness of God will lead us to repentance. He loves us and he wish not that any would perish, but that all come to repentance. You did not wait for me to draw near to you, but you clothed yourself with frail humanity. You did not wait for me to cry out to you, but you let me hear your voice calling me. 
And I'm forever grateful to you. And I'm forever grateful for the cross. And I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. And I'm forever grateful to you. And I'm forever grateful for the cross. And I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. And I know because of God's love, he's going in every area and every country and he's seeking those who walked away from him. He's seeking those who never knew him, but they are his sheep and he's calling them. And isn't it awesome that he came, clothed himself with frail humanity. What an awesome God. He's still calling. He's still looking. He's still searching. He's still saying, I love you. And wherever you are, however far you've wandered, the goodness of God will lead you to repentance. The goodness of God led the prodigal son to repentance. And so may God bless you today. May his mercy continue to be with you, his grace. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. Remember to always be grateful for the goodness of the Lord. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. Remember to be always grateful, always praising him, always thanking him. Always remember, he came to seek and save the lost. That's his goodness. God bless you today.